Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And I got a couple quick episodes here for you guys today. Going to be doing something on the Ray, or actually the Lakers, and... If I can, maybe get a little bit of the Dodgers and Raiders out. If not, I'll get some more out later on throughout the week or the weekend. Uh, So I hope you guys are actually getting ready for your 4th of July festivities and you guys are being safe out there and you guys just uh, play now. Just have have a good time, whether whether if you're spending it with friends, family, whatever you're doing. Um, So just a happy early 4th of July for everybody out there. Uh, so a uh, couple quick things here guys um this episode is actually just going to be about the lakers really quick uh, a couple of reports have actually been coming out about the lakers um some things about the new assistant coach it looks like now it's actually become more official now that a couple other things have been more official with um jason kidd going over to the dallas mavericks as their new head coach and um it looks like it's actually been official official with uh uh, David Fisdale being the new assistant coach on Frank Vogel's staff. And it looks like as well, um, Scott Brooks, uh, the former, I think he was the former Wizards coach or something like that. I know he pl- I know he coached a couple other places, but um, it looks like now it's another he- uh, former head coach who is now looking to be an assistant coach on Frank Vogel's staff. And it's actually one of the things that I'm liking the most of. It, it was one of the things that the that Rob Palinka and the, and the Lakers in general, I guess, had a had an idea of doing uh, even last season. It looks like they're bringing in they're bringing that to this season as well, where they want to bring in a bunch of former head coaches and have them be uh, assistants on this on the staff. And it brings a lot of uh, experience, you know, and, and brings a lot of different um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for. A lot of different perspectives different eyes different different people who have had all kinds of different experiences in the in the nba so it's a really it's it's going to be really exciting to see what what, what this coaching staff is going to look like uh now just to give you guys a couple a little bit more information on david fisdale a lot of people have have really looked at the i guess the story the 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 perspective uh, i don't even know what to call it the narrative uh, of him being the former head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies and the four and the most recent um, oh, what, uh, New York Knicks. On it, people will go on and on about how negative and how bad he did over there. Which honestly, I mean, he improved the thing that he is most good at, and that's offense. He's a great offensive-minded coach. Um, he's not that that great when it comes down to being a, a defensive-minded coach or to come up with great defenses. Um, that's that. I mean, I guess can be just about with anybody. I mean, our head coach um, Frank Vogel. He is a great defensive-minded coach, but when it comes down to offense, he's really not that um, that great. You know, he really relies a lot of of his offense on, you know, the the great mind of LeBron James. 
So with having David Fisdale being that that kind of uh, coach that really em- puts an emphasis an emphasis on pace and space. And so for those of you who don't really know maybe what I'm talking about or what that means exactly. So with pace, it's, it's really just exactly how it sounds. It's the pace of the game, how fast you're moving. Uh, he really believes a lot in just getting the ball up and down the court as quickly as he can. Uh, he brought a lot of that to, if for, for some of you guys may, maybe who are not 100% familiar with David Fisdale, he was a former coach of the Miami Heat, and it was actually during that time when, when LeBron James was there and when they, run, when they won those uh, two championships while he was there. So one of the main things that I've noticed when it comes down to David Fisdale is that everywhere he's gone, the offense has always improved, and he's always been able to really change the the way that the offense gets their points, you know, in the way of being able to run down the court, being able to go ahead and, you know, just um, get get people in transition, get a lot of a uh, lot of focus, a lot of attention towards the basket and just put a lot of pressure there where where when, when a team actually does that, it really deflates the, the other the opposing team. When you're constantly being able to do the, to do that, because that's such a high percentage shot. I mean, you're really close to the basket. It's kind of, I mean, it's 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 more of a high percentage shot. You know, you would like to say that it's really impossible to miss from there, but people still do it. Um, one of the main things here that I've noticed when it comes down as well to David Fisdale, every team that he's become a, 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 even a head coach. The three-point shooting team, the three-point shooting has a percentage, or the, th- or the three-point shooting volume as well has even gone up, and that's one of the main things that I've been waiting to see. the 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 league has transferred it all the way over to a three-point shooting team to, or a three-point shooting league, and it kind of seems like you really can't go through a whole regular season without implementing some sort of three-point shooting. Overall, teams need to be able to shoot. It seems like that's just the new norm. You know, whether if it is being able to um, get some good three-point shooting going on or if the three-point shot isn't there, then being able to pull up from from mid-range. Overall shooting, it seems like there's going to be a big-time importance on on shooting here moving forward in the NBA, in the future of the NBA, which is definitely not a bad thing or anything like that, guys. I'm definitely excited to see what the NBA is going to be looking like uh, moving forward. The, The NBA always has a way of being able to evolve and change in such dramatic ways where where you have um you know an emphasis on certain things like i mean go back to the late 90s early 2000s remember with Shaq and how important it was to have a big time 7 footer who was a great post post player you know now it's like you need to have a wing and now it's like oh no you need to have great guards and great shooting you know it's it's a it it changes all the time you know it all depends on what's more dynamic it all depends on what's more you know what's better off but uh seeing just seeing how it evolves is definitely is always exciting but um a couple of things here when it comes down to it guys i am i mean i'm excited to see what david fisdell is going to be able to bring to the table sounds like overall he was just excited to come on over to the lakers um i really i'm sorry about actually going on a whole nother tangent there guys but uh the one things that i did want to bring up about david fisdell is that he actually took less money uh coming to the lakers he is a la guy or a cali guy um he was getting offers from the indiana pacers as of recent and it seems like overall he just put more of an importance on coming back over to the Lakers or, or going to the lakers 
trying it out there, being an assistant coach and seeing how it goes, especially seeing how being an assistant to Frank Vogel has kind of shown uh, things have gone good for Jason Kidd. He got a big time, a big time uh, head coaching gig with his former team being the Dallas Mavericks. So maybe he even sees it as like, hey, maybe this is a good opportunity for me to learn from other other um, experienced head coaches and seeing how my 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 uh, seeing how he can actually improve as a head coach or or maybe even improve himself just as a coach in general so um, overall it's definitely exciting to see how these different coaches and for him to be that motivated you know to take less money to come to la to reunite with lebron james you know it's really exciting to see what's going to happen there uh last couple things or last thing that i wanted to bring up here guys in the in today's episode is with uh the reports of um, what's his name god i can't believe uh, kemba walker oh my god i can't believe i forgot the name uh so kemba walker as of late he's been in the reports so that the thunder is are are the thunder are looking to shop him around uh we would see who or what they would be interested in receiving for him i'm curious to see what what the lakers would be actually willing to offer a lot of people have been thinking since Dennis Schroeder is wanting so much money and he formerly played with the Thunder, maybe he would be interested in going back there and being the number one guard over there since he wants to be uh, the number one guard or the or the main the starting point guard for, uh, for a team. You know, so that would be a good way. And Kemba Walker's, um, as of late, has actually kind of been sh- talked about that he's no, no longer such, uh, such of a great player and this and that because of his... Uh, shortcomings in boston but i really think he's a good a really great guard my only concerns when it comes down to him is just his size and he has been injured here in the past couple of years so uh, it is um one of those things that i'll be looking at closely we'll have to see what what the reports or what, what what comes out from this but um it is definitely exciting i'm really interested in seeing maybe they would offer um you know dennis Schroeder. Maybe they would have to include like another young player, maybe like Kyle Kuzma in there or something like that, and maybe some draft picks in order, to, or maybe a draft pick just to sweeten the pot. But I, I wouldn't be mad at, at a trade or at an offer like that for Kemba Walker. You know, being the type of player that he is, he is very explosive offensively. Um, he has some shortcomings defensively, but we have to see exactly what happens with that or what what uh, improvements he can make, maybe being with a more defensive-minded coach and a defensive-minded team and being that he would be alongside with some really great defensive players. Uh, so we'll have to see. Um, definitely excited to see what else is going to happen in the free and free agency. But I really, really, really think that this can be something that can uh, improve the Lakers overall. So we'll just have to stay tuned and see what happens. Uh, overall, guys, uh, thank you guys again for, for listening. Thank you again for following. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions, hit me up on my email. Um, I just created an email address for the show specifically. Hit me up with any questions, topics, uh, reviews, whatever you want to do. It's uh, westcoastsportspodcast at gmail.com. Again, westcoastsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'll be looking out for the first email to go ahead and bring on to the podcast. Thank you again, guys. Hope you guys continue listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend and a happy 4th of July. Peace.